0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of Always Open. I'm your host, Barbara Dunkelman, and I'm actually not going to host the intro of this. Uh, one of my guests is going to do the intro.
1: Hi, I'm Blizz, <laughs> and welcome to Always <laughs> Open. Today, we are opening up those walls and the <laughs> gates of hell and... It's gonna be great.
2: With me today, I have Barbara.
0: Yeah.
2: And Joe.
0: Joey. Hi. Hello. <laughs>
2: Hi everyone. Welcome to Always Open. I'm your host, Joe. <laughs>
0: there it is. <laughs> and who are you joined by today?
2: Uh, I'm joined by my special guests, Bliz <gasps> mm-hmm. and Hi. Barbara. Hello.
0: Wow. Thank you guys for having me.
2: Yeah, it's a uh, you know it was a little hard to get you, you know, mm-hmm. booking booking wise, yeah. but you're here and that's all that matters. I know
0: I'm busy doing this other show.
2: Yeah, yeah you're doing never closed. season yeah.
1: seventeen of Ruby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're so ahead. We're so ahead. People want us to greenlight volume ten, but little do they know <laughs>
1: about seventeen. It's
0: probably such a bad joke for people who really want <laughs> volume ten. I know. We're working on it. Uh, well, hi guys. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. It's been a while, Joe. We, yeah, we had you on like episode three i think yeah
2: it was like right when yeah i think it was even before the first episode had come out yeah because we pre-recorded a whole Mm -hmm. bunch yeah yep and then now i'm here and i'm ready to be always close i mean thank god this episode (laughs) is live right now and yeah not pre-recorded
0: not no definitely not definitely not pre-recorded months in advance as
1: you (laughs) type your comments in the comment section we're actually gonna read them and talk about them on the show right now Yeah,
0: live. Mm -hmm. oh thank you alex baker for that great comment about um our outfits today yeah thank you i feel like that's a safe
2: one and then everyone's gonna scroll through the comments oh my god they actually commented
0: there's someone named alex baker who's just like what the fuck
2: (laughs) i was gonna comment about the outfits
0: i know it is october that this is coming out in and so like we're in a bit of our spooky gear i'm wearing a shirt that says boo you horror
1: I didn't get it when you explained.
0: <laughs> Christian loves it. It's a it's a Mean girl slash Scream reference, which I'd never thought I would see a mashup for. That was awesome. the,
1: the that was the most like not even aggressive laugh. It was just like it was Just ah. and
0: it was like oh. <laughs> that's my goal. Every every episode we record, I want to make someone in studio laugh.
1: Well, Barbie you make I'll me laugh for- every time. <gasps> Thank you. Yeah, every time I've been here, I've laughed good i've had a good time
0: we want people to have a good time want to be a fun comfortable place
2: i cry every time we do this show oh, wait did you cry last time no oh, okay i i cried on this show you i did. cried on this show oh i'm sure someday soon someday soon <laughs> someday there's gonna be a question i've got i've got a lot of trauma man hey
0: we'll work to find it in a in a very consensual <laughs> manner
2: <laughs> we're breaking down those walls
0: yeah, the first time we had Joe on the show, we actually talked a lot about his multiple concussions that he's had. Oh my
2: God. Yeah, I've had like six or seven. Which is uh, a lot.
0: still wild. And let's keep it let's at Let's keep that it number. at six
2: and seven. I'm like, I'm shooting for number eight. Whoa, how? <laughs> I don't know. Wherever the wind <laughs> takes me, you know? I do me, have a video like...
0: of you that I found the other day that I forgot I took. This was from probably a year ago. Wait, when did you start?
2: Uh, I started in December 2022. Oh, uh, 2021. 2021. Jesus Christ.
0: Okay. So it was probably maybe like eight months ago or something mm-hmm. like that. I was sitting in our office. And all I see Trevor, Michael and Joe standing by the window and Joe is just banging his head on the glass of our window. Oh, yeah. and I
2: was, like, Come on. was that concussion? <laughs> no, that was, that was me going for number eight. Yeah. yeah, it just didn't work out. I didn't have like the the will to continue on.
0: But it was just Trevor and Michael just standing there watching and he, as he's going. Doom. Doom. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then right after that, they all looked at me and was like, what? What is wrong with you? <laughs>
0: Just an average day here. It's an average day. Brush your
2: teeth. What do
1: you? How do you explain what you do? Because me trying to explain this to my mom, she doesn't understand, and so now she's just kind of boiled it down to I teach people how to play video games, which is like mm. not wrong. Which is not
0: wrong, but also very, but very not very right. Not
1: right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know how to explain like what we do here.
0: Yeah, it's well, it's hard for I think like the generation that didn't grow up with this kind of thing mm-hmm. to really explain what we're doing and why people care. Um, my I have a a the luxury, I guess, of my family all understanding it because my parents are actually like Rooster Teeth fans. <laughs> oh, interesting! Um, so they like watch tons of content. So the funny thing is watching them explain it to their friends or my grandparents, yeah. like what what I do.
2: See, I've got the challenge of, uh, obviously like the generational difference, but my mm-hmm. mom is also like just incredibly um. Uh, <sighs> I don't know how else to put it. I guess just, like, foreign. Like, she's just, she's just, like, an old Asian lady now. And, uh... It's, it sounds mean, but like, it's the only way no, I can explain it. Um, so she doesn't understand it, like much of it. Well,
0: yeah, it's also um, just culturally very yeah.
2: It's cultural. Yeah, you know what? Hey, there we go. She's, she's uh, culturally um, challenged. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know if that's it, but yeah. talking about his own mom. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's it, but like I get what you're going at.
2: <laughs> it's you, just, it's
1: different. Yeah,
0: because you can't really say like, oh, I make videos on the internet because that sounds like you're talking about porn.
1: Yeah. So it's hard to yeah, really yeah, say right, that, so. especially. I'd rather like, just say that honestly at this point, though. Yeah, you,
0: I used to say like I make you know videos on. I make videos on the internet, and the internet. People watch it and sometimes, and sometimes they enjoy it, and
2: sometimes they don't. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's even weird explaining it to people who just aren't in this industry. Like they yeah. just don't really get it. Like even when I talk to people about like um like like streaming or we record stuff, they just don't really understand. Like, how it all works and what or it like really is. Or, like,
0: how it could be a full-time job mm-hmm. or a job at all. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the
1: whole reason why I moved to Austin. Well, other than, like, here. Um, but in Maryland, there wasn't a lot of people that understood what I did. So mm-hmm. I always had to have, like, a backstory and explain. I was like, I'm so tired. I want to be around other people who understand what I'm doing and, like, going through.
0: Well, if you enjoy what we do here at Rooster Teeth, <laughs> you could support us by becoming a first member. Um, it is a, a massive way to support what we do here for Always Open, but also all the stuff Blaise and Joe and everyone here is making and working on. Um, it's essentially, if you have a first membership for a year, it's the equivalent of watching 6,000 YouTube videos with two ads per video. So you, you see how much it supports us and helps us do what we do. So consider becoming a first member today. Do Ding! It. Ding!
1: <laughs> do it. Add explosions about it <laughs> uh, randomly. And
0: also, if you can't become a first member, which we totally understand, even just watching for free on the RoosterTeeth.com website is also extremely helpful to what we do. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. This ad brought to you by Barbara Dunkelman and her friends.
2: Look,
1: be a first member so you can watch uh, Survive Block Island season one and meltdown.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Joe and I were on season one. Yeah, we were on season
2: one. uh, And had no drama. drama. (laughs) No drama. (laughs) It was my first big production, so I kind of just like... Yeah, mine was... I just kind of sat through it and I was just like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Joe wasn't yeah. even
0: – you had, I think, just moved to Austin or, like, we're about to move no, to Austin. No, I wasn't
2: even in Austin. It was the week that I was moving. I had to film the entire week, and yeah. then right as soon as the final episode wrapped, I had to break down my computer and all my, like, shit and pack it yep. up and leave. So.
0: Same with you? <laughs> so, it no, was you were very already clo- here. No, I was at home. <laughs> I forgot. I was,
1: at, I was in Maryland. <laughs> yeah. But it was my first big production, and uh, that's – something that I connected with another contestant on there and yeah. they they immediately was like good now I now I have blizz now time to destroy him so
0: <laughs> and revenge will be had revenge someday. will be had but yeah definitely check out survive block island it's a series that all three of us participated in and it's on Rooster Teeth and it's I think one of my still my favorite things i had so much fun oh yeah, yeah we had a lot of fun <laughs> even though it was stressful as fuck <laughs> oh yes <laughs> and uh i was so worried it was going to ruin friendships like in real life but it didn't, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to some of our icebreaker questions for today. Um, this one, mm, I feel like you all might have different answers. I don't know. I like to predict sometimes what people are going to say. Okay. This question is, what is more important in your life? Passion, happiness, or accomplishment? Ooh chew on that a little
2: bit. It's weird because they all kind of go together. Yep, <laughs> They're all kind of like okay. intermingled with each other in, in a way. Okay. I, I see
1: accomplishment and happiness intermingling a lot more than passion. Okay, uh,
0: Interesting. I, I would think like happiness and passion would be more. Mm.
1: Oh, I guess. Maybe they are just all connected. Yeah. I was just seeing it as like God, it would be such a good accomplishment if I could be happy. And I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe <laughs> happiness might be the thing that I'm like really going towards. So mm-hmm. I'll, I think happiness is important
0: happiness i'd say is my number one yeah yeah um i and i we talk about it on the show so often so i apologize to people who listen to every episode and have had to hear me say this so often but like to me i don't really care about accomplishing much as long as i'm happy
2: Mm -hmm. um
0: and i like obviously i think it's important to be passionate about what you do but if you're just happy just you know doing something going to work coming home and living your life and you're just content great yeah you know that's perfect i think there's this just idea that someone has to be like so accomplished so passionate about something and like really leave a mark on the world and it's so much pressure that it puts on society i think especially young people who are looking like to go to college or further their uh, education and they're like i don't know what i want to do when i grow up like i need to come up with something that i'm super passionate about
1: college ruined me (laughs) (laughs) in the best way like yeah, now I have a degree, but like I also have like mental illness. So it's like
2: <laughs> it's the best of both
1: worlds. <laughs> you get both and it's fine, I guess,
2: for a- now. And debt. And, oh, and debt. Forgot Let's about that part. Let's not forget that. Mm. Jesus. Stress. Yeah. Jesus. Did you go to college, Jill? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, I dropped okay. out of high school. Uh, I dropped out officially in my senior year, but I stopped going to school when I was, like right when I turned 15. Really? Yeah. I thought
0: this is gonna be stupid of me to ask but i thought you're only allowed to drop out when you're 16 Isn't
2: there like uh yeah some type so of... uh there's like truancy laws right okay. with going to school and you're not showing up you're under 16 so i stopped going to school when i was like 15 because i was working mm-hmm. um basically full-time um wow. and i just kind of stopped going to school i would go to school probably like once a month like i would just show up just to like appease the the the, like like, all the people to school and um uh then i got into my senior year and they were like technically you could still graduate if you pass all your classes this Mm -hmm. year and then you do a summer course and i was like i'm not doing all that because i'm still working yeah Uh, and at that point i was also incredibly depressed (laughs) And, and i was uh dealing with a lot of like just like a just like a kid with depression just deals like, whatever they deal with. I mean, at 15
0: um, or even younger, it's like, how do you even cope or not cope, but how do you even like process those
2: emotions? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so I just, I, I think like the first two weeks that my senior year started, I was like, nope, I'm dropping out. i dropped out. And wow. I got my GED the day after I dropped out, and it took me an hour and a half to get an equivalent <laughs> of a high school diploma. Wow. So,
0: hey, uh, <laughs> high school kids. Yeah, no, don't recommend no. you drop out. Yeah, but... we're not saying like
1: drop out, but like <laughs> that you sped <that> run. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, seriously. That was, yeah. a, that was a it speed was run. easy. It was so it was really easy. And that's like for me it was because I, I like I wasn't dumb. Like Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of my courses were like 4 or 5 years in advance and like uh, what they considered 4 or 5 years in advance and I just didn't go to school because I had to work.
0: So. It is a little wild that you know when you're in high school and you already have to start picking courses in like the 11th and 12th grade mm-hmm. to correspond with like what you want to major in in college. And so to expect someone who's like six, 15, 16 years old to be like, hey, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? My brain is Figure not fully developed until oh, no. the age of 25. So. But like even still, I don't know. I'm not... Like even if you ask me now to pick a college course, I'm like, I don't know. There's just like so much stuff I want to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Barb, I was supposed to be a doctor. What happened? <laughs>
0: wow! <laughs> wow <Hard baby>.
1: <laughs> what happened? please let me know
0: yeah you went to school for biochem yeah. yeah
1: and did some um i was trying to do a focus on environmental science as well and like water treatment
0: do but... you think that if what you're doing now ever like went away or you just like didn't want to do it anymore you might explore that
1: yeah but like an entry-level lab thing or mm-hmm. entry-level lab situation for me With just a bachelor's in science is going to be so much less money. I know. So I would have to do it like as a
2: passion. Yeah. Not as actually Which would be
0: uh, important. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) believe in you. But would I be
2: happy? I think you're gonna help solve this climate change issue that we're having I, around the world. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Uh- <laughs> Liz, you guys heard it here first. Oh. Liz is gonna save us all. Oh no! Thank you yep. so much. That's how yeah.
2: that's how it's gonna be like shown on the news too. It's gonna say <laughs> Blizz Bear, Doctor Blizz Bear, yes, Doctor <laughs> Blizz Bear. The third. The third.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, He's come to our rescue! I'll, I'll you, I'm the doctor of RT now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I always think about that like alternative universe situation of a lot of people who work here, and like if you didn't have this job. Where would you end up? Do you do you know what you would be doing if it wasn't for like streaming and oh,
2: you know that's a gaming. I, I, I could I could give a really honest answer that's probably very dark or or I could give a. a I normal think I know answer. exactly okay. where you're going. Well, should we
0: just a quick content warning just in case? Yeah,
2: we can do a content warning. I honestly, I didn't like. I I'd, I'd probably be dead in a ditch somewhere. You think so? No joke. Uh, I was I had a really bad drinking problem, drug problem. I, I had like no aspirations in my life because it was just like, I had been so depressed for like years and years, which like, I guess goes in like hand in hand with this question. Like I would choose happiness because I think I, a lot of people take that for granted. And it's also really hard to find happiness in a a world that's pretty fucked up. It's also hard to Mm -hmm. just
0: recognize it when you are happy sometimes. Mm -hmm. Cause you always are thinking like, I will be happy when this or when that, or when I get there. And it's like, you or do you recognize that you are f- currently happy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough.
2: Yeah, content creation was weird because it made me feel like I had more people around me, mm-hmm. um, even though it was just me alone in a room. Um, but it was like a
0: community, I mean, right? Like you feel, yeah. feel like you're part of something. Yeah. I get that.
2: It was uh, it was definitely different, and it was not something that I had ever like strived to do. I would never like growing up I was ever like, oh, I wanna, I wanna be a streamer. I wanna be a someone like a someone who creates content on YouTube. Yeah, it just happened one day i just decided to do it and it worked out Probably saved um, your life it yeah sounds like yeah and it was like granted content creation is very stressful and it can be mm. very stressful uh, and but i think that it really kind of opened my eyes in a sense mm. to that like the world is not as small as you think it is you know
0: yeah it's a great point
2: we talked about that actually this weekend because i did
1: not know anything yeah. about like your background or anything yeah. and i go oh you and my dad would get along. <laughs> 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 you and my dad would get along, and that talk about many of things. Um, for background, like my dad grew up as a drug dealer.
0: Mm, um, I did not know that it
1: was for survival when he lived in Detroit. He worked under uh, someone named uh, White Rick, and
0: like, there's a movie. There's legal a, name?
1: There's a movie about him.
0: Really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like this, like he's like this white guy in Detroit who was like what? one of the like kings Kingpin? of selling. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Uh, but he used to work for him and do stuff like just it. for survival for his family and stuff like that so wow. then he met my mom and they fell in love and he changed his ways and Ugh. it was like one of those I know it was disgusting joined the military they should have made a stuff. movie about him instead I know right instead of White Rick it's a, well it's a Hallmark movie probably <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like oh yeah when I when I um had a drug presentation in health class in like I think 8th grade I had to like study PCP and the effects of PCP and my mm. dad goes oh I can tell you everything about that and I go, huh? And
0: you can go, why? And that
1: opened up so much. Is that when you
0: found out <laughs> about his past? Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I like I always knew there was something he was like wanting to tell me. Yeah. But like it was that. He was, I, I come from like a family of hustlers. Like everyone in my family has worked about two to three jobs like wow. their entire life. And so like I'm like technically I'm doing that too with streaming and working here and I'm like, <laughs> You oh, are a okay. hustler. All right, I might be following in my family's footsteps. I might need a <laughs> you know, break that. that well, let me string. tell you about PCP. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is though, with like having that type of mindset, you never give yourself a break. Mm-hmm. So like my parents don't know how to one, love them to death, uh, take a break or vacation or to ask for help because mm. they're very prideful in like what they're, what they do. And I'm like, Hey, if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. Just ask for help. It's okay.
0: I've been uh, appreciating the fact that you seem to be taking breaks every now and then Oh, like, y- recognizing yeah. that you need one and taking it.
1: Oh, I've been seeing signs of like potential burnout and being like, "Oh, nope, no, 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 we gotta, we gotta take some time to ourselves. Let's spend the entire day just at the pool, yeah, or staying away from social media and like actually resting your brain for a bit." Because... Have you
0: Have you been working on that too, Joe? Mm,
2: see, burnout was a topic <laughs> actually on the the, the last first, yeah. episode I was mm. on. Yeah, we um, had you
0: and Jack on we talked about burnout.
2: No, I have not gotten better with <laughs> dealing with my burnout. No. Uh, I, I don't know it. I feel too like it makes me feel guilty and like I don't know. I, I guess that. there 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 are people who know, but like I just have like a really guilty conscience. Mm-hmm. So like uh, it like taking breaks doesn't feel normal for me. And I think it probably comes from that like almost childhood trauma of like just working all the time and yeah. like dropping It's um, cool yeah, yeah yeah. I think that probably is the reason why it's it doesn't feel right to take you're in a hustler breaks. mindset right now Joe yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, what it is it's not a good mindset it's not a good mindset no. it's,
1: it's productive but is, it's is not there the best
0: any advice you could give Joe in terms of like hey here's some things to take some breaks and maybe not feel so guilty about I it. can
1: say what happened to me um your body will completely shut down and you will have to Sweet. <laughs> so Woo! to prevent,
2: to prevent
1: that, to completely prevent that, I, do it
2: before. Listen, no. Technically, I got a little bit of a break this weekend. I had a three day weekend because nice. I had food poisoning. Well, <laughs> so that's not, that's I, didn't, look, I didn't. Sometimes the universe. Work, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do anything. I laid in bed for two days straight. I didn't do anything. That's technically a break.
0: Lost a couple pounds. Lost a couple pounds. <laughs>
2: That's so... You're so close. <laughs> it's, it's a break, man. It's so I
0: close. completely relate, though, and I get that feeling of guilt. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, it's not... I don't I don't think it's, like, a rooster-teeth-specific thing. I think it's, like, any environment or career where you're working with a lot of people and, mm-hmm. like, people rely on you to do part of the bigger picture thing that needs to get done. Um, and especially when you're a performer... And you feel like, oh, if I'm not there, I'm gonna be either forgotten mm-hmm. or I'm gonna miss out on something fun, or people are going to be have animosity towards me because I'm like taking a vacation and like not helping with this like hard thing we need to be working on.
1: You explain to every Twitch streamer right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, you're not a you're not alone there. And I
0: know it's hard, especially for for people who are self-employed, like Twitch mm-hmm. streamers, where it's like you are responsible for your success. Mm-hmm. And if you take a break, which you need to do if especially if you're seeing signs of burnout, um, it could have like a pretty disastrous impact on your performance, whether it be like you lose viewers, subscribers, or like whatever it is.
1: Um so see people are really good at noticing if you're not if you're fooling not fully yourself. Fooling yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always tell my yeah. chat I'm like, I'll be honest, when I'm in my stream, I'm never at a hundred percent energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I usually start at like a fifty or like a seventy on a good day. And they're like, oh really? And I'm like, yeah, but like when we're doing the stream, it'll go up like 20% or 30%. And I'm like, cool, I'm happy that I'm here. I'm having a great time. But like, I, my energy level, I can't be 100%, 100% of the time because then I'll like pass away. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's hard to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If I, that would make it really hard to do. (laughs) Yeah. And then make it hard to do. Yeah. If I could give a piece of advice too about that, something that I've noticed and have thought about in my own head of if you, come in to do a job, especially when it's like performing or with a team or anything like that, and you're not at a good point in your headspace or wherever it is, like let's say you're at like a 30 percent, that's going to be noticeable in everything mm-hmm. and to everybody versus like if you take that time to yourself, whether it's a few days, a week, two weeks, um, or if like you're in a situation where you need to take a sabbatical or something like that, you know, a longer period of time and you're, you come back and you're like fucking let's go. I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm motivated. Like that's something that people want to work with. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's not only like something to do for yourself, but also for everyone around you. Yeah. Because people care about you. Take Mm -hmm. like a
1: week off. That's what I did. Uh, And I booked myself at a resort. in Desert Springs. I (laughs) love that. I was like, I need this. It was a no kids resort. And I was like, I need this. I need to be by the pool. I need to be consuming frozen grapes and mimosas. Cause like that's (laughs) what I just needed in the moment. I listened to my body and that's what it said it needed.
2: That spoke to you. It spoke to me. (laughs) Frozen grapes and mimosas. Always. Something
0: Trevor and I did during the uh, pandemic when people were quarantining. Cause we couldn't really Mm. travel very much. We booked an Airbnb here in Austin for a long weekend and just stayed in an Airbnb that had like a little pool in the backyard Oh, wait, Ooh. that's so
1: cute. And like, we I love just
0: kind of just stayed there and ordered food and swam and watched movies and like had a little staycation just right here in the city. Oh, that's awesome. And I feel like that's an easy, fun thing to do. Obviously, like, financial it's situation, Airbnb, it's yeah. hard to like spend money on that type of thing, especially if it's like you're in your own city. Mm-hmm. But like, it just feels like a little brain escape, mm-hmm. you know? Like you're here, but you're not here.
2: Yeah. I think that's, that's my problem is the like the money part yeah is like yeah it's just always so expensive to i like take a proper vacation sure. i guess um staycations are always nice but i feel like it's it's still a little different like it you still feel kind of like you're still attached get to everything fully around you recharge yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: i totally get that well i feel that if you'll let's do a house swap you come stay with, at our place we'll stay at <laughs> oh, your oh, place oh yeah, you know? yeah yeah <laughs> Have yeah a little can uh do that. staycation um well yeah i i think for anyone listening and for all of you, just take breaks when you need it. Um, I know this is so far away from the question. that we have. <laughs> Happiness, Happiness is the thing that I think we're working on. Let us know what you think. Um, all right. So for our questions today, the first one is actually voicemail that mm-hmm. we have. Um, so we are going to play that voicemail for you, and then we will discuss it. Okay.
1: Hey there. Um, I was calling because a topic came to mind when I saw your post. Um, So I've always wondered the significance of trust in a relationship. I've
2: always wondered uh, how it impacts us. But um, nowadays, more than ever, I feel like loyalty and trust is something that really does support most relationships. Like you can't have a friendship with someone or a relationship with someone or a love with someone without trust holding it all together.
1: So um, that's my personal opinion. I was running what? You guys thought about it, and if you'd like to speak on it, um, I'd like to hear your thoughts. And uh, thank you. My name is Brandon, and I'm 30. Uh, I'll be tuning in. Thank you again. So long.
0: Thank you, Brandon. Great oh, question. That's, That's a really voicemail. good question. Uh, we did one on the previous episode, too. Okay. But yeah, we actually have like a voicemail number that people call in that I'm sure we'll put oh. on the screen right now uh, where people could leave a little voicemail for us to answer on the show. That's That's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave a voicemail. I'm going to do it. Hi, this yeah. is a. a bl- <laughs> L-
1: Lane is Gibson.
0: <laughs> so the the question was basically about trust in a relationship and how um, he doesn't believe friendships, any relationship, whether it's love or just platonic, could exist without trust, which I think,
2: yes. <laughs> oh, I think I agree 100% with that. Uh, trust is so important because, yep. you, I mean, people nowadays, like, we're kind of living in this era where everyone kind of overthinks everything and Mm -hmm. reads between the lines. And if you have trust there, it's easier to not do that. And it's easier to like not jump to any conclusions or um, really like look into things and feel any sort of like discomfort or negative emotion. Um, Whereas if if you don't trust somebody, that's all you're going to do. That's all you can focus on is what are they doing behind my back or what are they not telling me and something like that. So.
0: Just makes it uh, on edge at yeah. all times, yeah. and that's not a situation you want to be in.
2: Yeah, I'm always big on
1: trust and communication yeah. as my two biggest things. So even with my friendships, I like to trust that someone, after discussing what my boundaries are, uh, trust that someone isn't going to break those boundaries, or trust that they have good intentions for me at the end of the day. Mm, um, that's so important. But that's it's really important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would say it's very it's a priority for me. Having that, having that uh, trust. I don't know if I have yeah. friendships that now I have to think about that you I, I don't, don't trust that I don't trust.
0: I think I do, but I don't know if I would call those necessarily like real friendships. Yeah, Or more I just like maybe say... acquaintances or like
1: I would call them acquaintances. I would, yeah. I would say
0: like they're friends, but not but, like yeah, okay. you know, besties.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where my mind is because right I do now.
0: I do have a few friends in my life where. You know, for the most part, I trust them. But sometimes when I spend time with these friends, they talk badly about other people who I thought that they were friends with. And it's like, well, if you're willing to talk badly about bad people line. that you claim to be <laughs> friends with, then yeah. like, what do you say about me when I'm not here?
1: Yes. Mm.
0: Um, And that kind of shit is like...
1: Barbara, I can't trust so her. much shit about you. And I'm Good.
0: Be-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, she's too pretty. <laughs> oh.
0: I think it's also different when it's like you're talking about someone not necessarily in like a catty or mean or or, mm-hmm. or you know that kind of way but there's just like some friends i have where i'm just like i don't like do you, you feel comfortable talking about this with me which also makes me feel weird because i don't know why you'd think i'd want to talk badly about this person um but also like yeah what do you say behind my back when
1: but now when i see you interacting with this person after you talk shit i gonna be like <laughs> I'm going to be awkward.
0: <laughs> yeah, or just being like, "Damn, that's fake as put, fuck." Yeah, now, and I'm like, now
2: I'm noticing things. Yeah. Man, I so. can't
0: trust that.
2: I'm just trying to think about who that is. <laughs> it's I don't think These are I don't think these are people
0: you guys it's know, yeah.
2: It you. could it's be. Blues. Blues. I've
1: been ta- I've been talking so much shit.
0: <laughs> I think drama too is normal in friendships too.
1: It it is. Yeah. I think hmm. I wouldn't even say like sometimes you're going to argue with your friends. I've like I've had best friends for 12 years now where we've had arguments, but at the end of the day, we will like sit and talk about the situation because at the end of the day, we still want the friendship to continue and and make sure there's still trust there. We want to make sure that we are doing this in the healthiest way possible because Mm -hmm. you can have toxic friendships. and I'm not a fan of toxicity in friendships. And
0: those can't be like, super close friendships yeah. i don't think at any point i don't think you'll ever get past that barrier
1: i want to be toxic but i don't want our friendship <laughs> to <be toxic. laughs> you no know? it's like, diff- different yeah. you want
2: to dish it but you just don't want to like yeah. it. you don't want well, to when we're saying it like that yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly
0: but i will say like in a like a romantic relationship trust it's is like necessary 100% <laughs> necessary imagine <laughs> if you didn't trust your partner <laughs> Every day would be a nightmare. Keep your
1: friends I, close and your enemies closer, Barbara. Yeah. Right?
2: I, <laughs> I had a relationship that went on for over a year, maybe a little bit more. Uh, oh, I actually, I don't, I can't even, like, think. Oh, I, actually, it was closer to two years. Oh, wow. I think every day I didn't trust my partner. Oh, God. And that was, like.
0: Did they do something to make you feel that way? Yeah,
2: so it's, like, it's a mix. Like It's, like, I, I don't want to, like, badmouth anybody. Mm-hmm. Um uh because at at that point in my life too I was also very like just emotionally immature and like I hadn't dealt with a lot of things that I should have dealt with a long time ago and it definitely like seeped into my personal relationships whether it be romantic or platonic um but uh yeah I mean I was in a relationship and we're like two weeks in my my ex cheated on me
0: two but weeks in it, weeks it wasn't in.
2: yeah so it was like i had to
0: do a double take on that one I, was like,
2: I don't know if it was yeah it was like it was like within a span of like two weeks to a month um but it wasn't like it was it was cheating but it wasn't like a physical cheating but i don't i don't really care like to me cheating is cheating right yeah. um but at that point in my life too i was just kind of like i really really latched on to this person mm-hmm. um and so for me i was unwilling to let go of that feeling for that um so and then so yeah so i told myself like it'll be fine i can work through it we can work through it and it never turned out that way like every second of like every day i just had really bad trust issues and like obviously that, com- that stems from like personal insecurities and like you know things oh, yeah. that the other person can't control but i feel like that that was a catalyst of it you know and so like the entire time I just felt like I didn't have any trust and it really, it really ended up creating like a, a toxic relationship. Yeah, and it probably that.
0: like ruined your self esteem too.
2: Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it, it, <laughs> not it, <great>? it <laughs> was not great because it was like, it was also during a time in my life too, where I was like, I was pulling basically, I pulled doubles for like probably like six months in a row. I was like working like 16 hours every day. God damn. Um, And like, during that time it was like kind of like towards the beginning of it it was like you know like this is gonna start happening so i'm just giving you a heads up this is kind of like gonna be my life for a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. um and like basically the first like week that i had started doing that it was like it had happened on one of the God, days dang. on one of the nights that i had spoken to them an hour before it happened how
0: did you find out was it like a text message? Uh, i found
2: out because the person that was the other person that was involved actually messaged me couple months later <sighs> saying hey i don't know if you know this happened i'm not here to try and like i have no problem with you i just don't know if yeah. you know because obviously maybe he had a guilty conscience or something like that yeah um and then which
0: appreciate people who come yeah yeah um yeah well it was <laughs> out it was behavior. it was
2: their ex who came to me and told wow. me wow okay and mm-hmm. who was the person? T. it is T, but like it's it feels weird <laughs> because like I don't like you know I, I'm not name dropping or anything. Sure, here, no, like, you're I don't not name dropping that anybody. It's... Um, but yeah, it's just like it was weird because then that had happened while we were talking. I got in a message like we were like actively like talking to each other, and I was oh like, my Oh my
1: god, <laughs>
2: we need to talk. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we need to have this discussion right now. Actually, uh, yeah. And uh, we talked and. It was just one of those things too where it was like if I hadn't been told that mm. she would have never said anything. Of course. So it, it and like that was actually like said to me. Like I I was like would you have ever told me? And no. And so oh, like that like cool. cool, cool, cool yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool. So, okay. <laughs> but like that's like that from that moment on it was just like nothing. Like I couldn't I couldn't um uh, like she couldn't go and like play games with a friend. Uh, and then not me thinking the entire time right. that something else was going on. It's yeah because your trust was
0: broken, yeah, so or, like, you can't really repair that that easily.
2: Uh, not, like, no response for, like, an hour not thinking that she's talking to someone else. Like, it was just, like, this really toxic mentality that I had. And then I'm sure
0: mm-hmm. that you got gaslit into thinking that you were the bad person in yeah, that I, situation of like, why don't you trust me? Or like, I can't even go an hour like with my friends without you. It, it was do.
2: exactly that. Yeah, it Your was like,
0: you fucking bitch, you broke my trust for yeah, the first time
2: It was like, and like verbatim it was, I said sorry, Uh, like you need to move on from it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's like, this person like, on my I, shit like, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I apologized. We talked about it. You need to forgive me. This and that's just one thing where it's like, I no. don't know, I don't know who needs to hear it, but forgiveness is something that, like, it not it's only earned, needs to be earned, it's not owed to anybody. It's it's definitely owed, like yeah. it needs to be earned, earned but it's like owed. it's not on someone else's terms. You and know also what also I mean? Just because
0: mm-hmm. you, in quotation marks, apologized, like,
2: yeah, it was it doesn't it, fix everything. You no. have to actively that, work towards fixing things if that's yeah. what happened. It was a it was a weird it was a shit. weird time of my life cuz it was just like one of those things where it was it was one of those like relationships where it was so toxic that I craved it. I craved the toxicity cuz like Oh it, my god, Gamer, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's like I would I would rather feel
0: something the anger and like all yeah. this
2: like all this sh- these shit emotions than feel like numb. Because that know? means
1: that they care if you feel angry and have that all that shit happening. Yeah, yeah. a
0: reaction mm-hmm. kind yeah. of thing.
1: A reaction. Have means you been caring. in a
0: situation like this?
1: Yeah, yeah. You I. You don't have to give
0: specifics, of course. Uh,
1: not to give specifics, but it was like early college life for me, dating someone who was really toxic, and mm. um, basically that's the first time I learned what a manipulator was, an emotional mm. manipulator, to be exact. Uh, but I dated someone who was um, slinging drugs, who was a drug dealer, and
0: you dated your own dad.
1: <laughs> that's. <laughs> okay, okay, crazy. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. Um, <laughs> But it w- he was also like my first like long term, mm-hmm. longer than six months. I'll be honest. Yeah. So long term, I mean, so long term relationship, like yeah. queer relationship. So like I thought this was the only opportunity for me, and mm-hmm. that this was my happiness. But
0: I've heard that's a common thing with you know people who date someone of the uh, the same gender. For, You're like, like this like, is all I got. Yeah.
1: And so like there's nothing else, and it's like no, there's so much more. Uh, but I didn't. I was in that mindset, and I also was in a area where there wasn't a lot of queer people. I didn't really use apps or anything like that. So I didn't know who was around me. And even if I did use apps, people were toxic on there too. So uh, I was dating him and he was actively like portraying me as the villain in the relationship Mm -hmm. when he would do things. So like he would cheat on me. Um, He would emotionally invest in other people. And you knew about it. And like I knew about it, but if I said anything, he would always turn it around that I'm not doing enough in this cute thing and i and i would eat that shit up i would be honest i eat that shit up but looking back at it and i'm glad i went to therapy um i now can tell you the signs of emotional manipulation yeah and i'm like it's so it's so good how i can pick that up very easily and i'll see it in like uh game shows that i watch all the time like like big brother or survivor Mm -hmm. and i'm like you're being manipulated right now i'm noticing this very quickly like right when they say the first word it's a
0: good thing you and i weren't on the same season oh
1: good thing (laughs) Barbara my my mo (laughs) Manipulation <laughs> left and right. Oh my god! I mean, it, and it can be like helpful if you're ever in I don't know in a survivor situation. You need, right like, or it's I know the game. That That's the name of the game. Let me practice what I've seen. Yes, and I can now use this as a tool. But like, don't do that on people. Don't do don't Mm-mm. don't emotionally manipulate people. Uh, this has come from a male Pisces, so don't don't do that. <laughs> I'm no I'm known for emotionally manipulating, but. Uh, Yeah, it was kind of very toxic for me. It put me in a really bad mindset. It's actually what sparked uh when I started having panic attacks and anxi- anxiety attacks. That Jeez. is what started it. And um, I had to go to therapy for that. I had to do sound therapy and art therapy, which was really helpful for me at the time until mm. it wasn't helpful and found other ways of coping. But it is honestly, that is one of the reasons that's the basis for my social anxiety and COVID.
0: Wow, yeah,
1: And COVID, Dude. Uh, COVID
2: attributed to so much social
1: anxiety. Yeah, for it it was very. I had mechanisms to cope with my depression and anxiety pre-COVID. Yeah, it got worse during COVID, and I had to find new things. I was scrambling to find new well, that's things. When you started
0: start. Twitch streaming, right? Was mm-hmm. during COVID? Yep. Which, in blessing in disguise. It was one of
1: my coping mechanisms and still yeah. is sometimes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> totally get that. Yeah, I think, you know, going back to the trust and, and how it makes you feel in a relationship, I also was in a similar boat mm-hmm. with a previous relationship where I was cheated on and ended up staying in the relationship because the the person was so mani- manipulative in a way where it made it feel like it was my fault.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but then, of course, like anytime I didn't hear from him or... Like he was late to something. I was like, he's probably sleeping with another woman Mm -hmm. or he's like probably texting another woman right now. Every time his phone would go off, I would think it's a text from someone else or anytime he would be like on his phone. I was like, he's hiding something from me again. Mm -hmm. Um, But he made it feel like it was my fault, which looking back on it now, I'm just like, that's so incredibly (laughs) fucked up. Mm -hmm. But it makes you feel so insecure about yourself. Like, what am I doing wrong? where am i lacking that this person like thinks they need to find something else in someone else and i think that's such a terrible way to feel in something in a relationship where you're supposed to feel secure and loved yeah. and mm-hmm. confident and like that this person thinks the world of you and it's like why like, if you don't have trust you have fucking nothing yeah it's so fucked <laughs> <laughs> it is so yes brandon who uh, called in and left this wonderful message i think we all agree
2: mm-hmm.
0: trust and loyalty I mean, at the bare minimum, trust in a relationship. Like, no question. Yeah. And communication.
2: Naturally. Nah, who needs to communicate? Yeah. Just use your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are uh, such things as fuck me eyes. Yeah, but like, that's the only eyes you need.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyone listening to the podcast got to come now, tune into the physical show. Fuck me eyes. See the fuck me eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to Nuts.com for sponsoring this episode of Always Open. Sure, at the grocery store, you could get plain old pecans, but what about bourbon pecans, sweet and spicy pecans, pecan brittle, or butter toffee pecans? If you want to try those, you need to head to Nuts.com. Nuts.com is your one-stop shop for freshly roasted nuts, dried fruits, sweets, pantry staples like specialty flowers, and so much more. And at Nuts.com, quality is a top priority. They roast their nuts and pop their corn the same day it ships. So they reach you deliciously fresh. I have so many nuts.com items. The chocolate covered gummy bears do not sleep on those. They are incredible. And of course, all the different pecan options I told you about are all delicious, especially the bourbon one. That's my favorite. So go check out all the delicious options at nuts.com slash open. You'll receive a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. Go nuts! Thank you to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode of Always Open. We are at the point in the year where you pretty much need sunglasses every time you step outside. And in Texas, that's pretty much all the time. Luckily, our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades and quick swap snow goggles that won't break the bank. And they're just as good as any other expensive sunglasses brand I've ever tried. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost or broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, Shady Rays will send you a new pair. No questions asked. You guys know I love my Shady Rays. Here are two of my... Favorite pairs, we got the Clubmaster style, we got the Tangle Free Aviators, they go with everything, they have tons of styles to choose from. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out an amazing deal for the season. All you gotta do is go to ShadyRays.com and use the code OPEN for 50% off two plus pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades, rated five stars by over 250,000 people. It's a lot of people. Enjoy those sunglasses, folks. <laughs> All right, well, I think right, we, we we've got time to do this one last question, too, that we have. Um, this was emailed into us. Uh, and if you are watching the show or listening to the show, you could email us as well. That email you could send it to is always open at roosterteeth.com. This question reads, my boyfriend and I have been together for two and a half years, and our relationship is very loving and fun, but not very sexual. I think that the biggest barrier is his insecurity with his weight, even with my reassurance of my love for his body. What else should I do to help get things going in the bedroom?
2: Ooh, that's a tough, that's a tough question. I think I understand, like, how he's feeling because I've probably never been as insecure about my body as I've been probably the last couple of years. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like, I'm I'm definitely, like, the heaviest I've ever been. Um, like, sometimes, like, I don't recognize myself in the mirror yeah. kind of thing. But... It's That's, tough
0: when, when bodies change from a way they are yeah, used to. I mm-hmm.
2: think it's tough because it's not, I feel like it's one of those things where someone else can't fix that for you. I totally get that. It yeah. needs to come from like, like, like a perspective shift needs to happen on his end in order to oh, like, so it's so, it's so, it's a tough one. Yeah.
0: Cause you could get all the reassurance in the world, but you're mm-hmm. still going to internally feel a certain way about yourself. And so like someone could be like, I love you. I I love the way you look. I'm so attracted to you sexually, emotionally. Um, but if you're not happy with yourself or confident in yourself, it's hard to put that away Mm -hmm. or like trust that their opinion matters in that sense where it's like, well, I still feel shitty about myself. I still don't like the way I I feel or look. Um, and it seems like maybe that's a situation that's going on here. Yeah. Which is really unfortunate.
1: I'm hoping like the person who sent in this question, is it blaming themselves for the for the situation? Because. It
0: sound like they are. I think it's more of like, how could how they could help, I help their partner?
1: Okay. Because I, because I've been in similar situations and also like I struggle with weight as well because I have, um it, there's a little bit of like dysmorphia for me sure. because I grew up super skinny and now putting on any type of weight has me thinking that I'm no longer attractive. Wow. So I'm like, that's extreme fucking mindset to be completely honest with you so sometimes when i am dealing with that type of mindset and i look at myself in the mirror and i don't recognize myself i am not feeling sexually active i'm not feeling like romantically active or anything like that so like having that conversation with my partner is very important being like hey i'm in this mindset today just so you are aware it is not your fault it's just how my brain is working today Mm -hmm. um but it i'm always afraid that it will make my partner think that I'm not sexually attracted to them or they're not doing enough to help me in right. this situation. It's like, no, 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 this isn't a you thing. This is I, it's something that I need to battle with for myself. But I don't know how to how how to help with that. It's to tough. Honest. I mean, it's it, it
0: definitely is something that I think your boyfriend needs to work on um, to, you know, whether it be therapy or just like, you know, internally working through it um, because again it's not something that you could solve i would say i do think though that a constant flow of reassurance is helpful Mm -hmm. um so like not only trying to be reassuring when you're looking for sexual activity or when you're looking for something out of him but like every day give him a compliment every day tell him what you love about him or like tell him how good he looks or just Mm -hmm. like any little things you could kind of throw out there to Just instill that confidence and also, like, prove to him that you love him and you're attracted to him. And it's not just in the moment that you're saying those things. Yeah. Uh, I think that could maybe help a little bit.
1: It's very, it's very cute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I've been there. I mean, like, I, I think especially for everybody, it's not just, you know, I think it's stereotypically women mm-hmm. who, like, if they're feeling insecure about their body or have body dysmorphia, that they won't want to be sexually active. But I think it's everybody that this happens to, mm-hmm. clearly. Um, but I know for me it's happened a lot. And sometimes it's just like, well, if there's no mirrors around. If it's dark in here, if it's like <laughs> somewhere mm. I can't see your reflection or really even think about the way your body looks, yeah, that helps a little bit. <laughs> um, so maybe just find a space in your house or wherever you are just to like, you know, where it's closed off and mm. not really like exposed as much to windows mirrors anything that like <laughs> light <laughs> like, i mean you know start slow yeah
2: i think uh another thing too is is like i'm just speaking from my personal experience because like culturally at least for me um everyone's like gotta be skinny and mm-hmm. if you're not then you're fat there's no like in between there's no like oh like you look fine but you could be skinnier kind of thing like it's either like you're good enough as you are or you're overweight um and so like that was for me like growing up um in my family and so i went from like being pretty skinny to being in good shape and then then being overweight and like almost every time i have a conversation with my family it's like wow like you're like you're big like you need to go lose weight um and so i don't know if that's a factor in your partners you know your partner's life what
0: what other people are saying and Yeah, yeah but like
2: that's there's also some things that you just can't control coming out of other people's mouths you can only control how you feel about it you know that's tough uh,
0: confidence is a hard thing too Mm -hmm. and it's also such a shame because it's like our bodies are such incredible things they're such cool things they they make us be able to walk and breathe and smile and laugh and, and like experience life and it's just like it's so disheartening how like society and the way we've you know grown accustomed to being living human beings it's like so much emphasis is put on a certain body type a certain way to look mm. and it's like we're just little flesh goblins living <laughs> in this world the little guys just, little guy things. just, just a, try, a bag of skin just a to bag of skin the
2: wind just <laughs> no. trying to enjoy life and then, yeah
0: it's it's tough um but yeah i think just like be there for him reassure him um and then, yeah maybe consider looking into therapy yeah because it seems like it's a very much like an internal struggle that he's dealing with as well
1: therapy's great therapy is great I will say, like, the internet has also kind of screwed me ever, or over, to being someone who posts my face on the internet.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, there's times, sometimes, I wish I was a VTuber, because I feel like it would be so much easier. <laughs>
0: You're telling <than> me. me.
1: <laughs> sometimes I wish. Um, we're going to
0: replace all of us on this episode with VTube models. Please. Awesome. Please. <laughs>
1: uh, but, yeah, because of the internet, it kind of screwed me over. A lot of my <laughs> Instagram page or Tumblr or Twitter were shirtless men with abs and stuff like that, and I don't have abs. And so, I would constantly, like, judge myself and be like... Like, why am I not working out hard enough or dieting hard enough and stuff like that? A lot like of that. comparison. A lot of comparison. And then I think something must have happened where my mind just goes, you need to stop doing this. And so, like, I would just cu- curate my feed now to, like, be something that I actually want. A lot of it's, like, food t- TikToks or food videos now mm-hmm. or, like, uh, crafting videos and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is fun. Like, that- this is something you good that serotonin. gives me <laughs> good serotonin. <laughs> and, like, my body is enough. It's always been enough. Yes. And Yes. If it's not for you, then it's not for you. It's for someone though.
0: Exactly. Period. Look,
1: the The phrase is, "If I'm not your was it? I'm, if I'm not your cup of tea, don't swallow me. Someone
2: will." And that is all you need to know. That's
0: that works on so many
2: levels.
0: Yep, I love it. What a perfect way to end it. Well, thank you both so much for being here, and thank you all for your questions that you submitted to the show. Again, that email is always open at roosterteeth.com and the phone number if you would like to leave us <laughs> voicemails which i should have had pulled up way before is 512-649-0183 so call us leave us a voicemail or send us an email and we will answer your question thank you guys thank you Blizz. thank you joe are you calling
2: you. the oh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm waiting i'm waiting until we're done so i can leave a voicemail <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: Uh, thank you guys for watching this episode of Always Open. Make sure you are subscribed so you see episodes every single week when we release them. Also, make sure to go check out roosterteeth.com where we release this show and many other wonderful shows. And watching it there really supports us and what we do. And follow us on social media as well for tons of fun stuff and clips. All good, no worries. Thank you both, Blizz, Joe. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. It was, it was fun. Fun. This fun. And thank you all for watching. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh... Well, you spilled that cup of tea. I, 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 definitely that that cup of tea definitely didn't get swallowed. That one spilled all over the floor. <laughs>